You're listening to Western Reserve Radio at westernreserveradio.com on the Live 365 Network and the Live 365 app. Corrupting the minds of America. It's Corrupted Files Radio with Justin Silvestri and Alan McGass. Broadcasting live from a house of broken promises located on the Boulevard of Broken Dreams, right in the city where dreams become nightmares, Youngstown, Ohio. Yeah. We are corrupting this city. What? We are corrupting your minds. No way. And we are the flagship show. Okay. Right? Got a little pep in your set today there, Alan. I'm excited to argue bat flips with you. Oh, I can't wait. I'm Alan McGath. Sitting next to me is Justin Silvestri. And across from me, the man who I can probably wager and win that he ate Chick-fil-A for dinner sometime this week, Button Pusher Jim. Button Pusher Negative. Jim. Really? Wow. Are you on Negative. a diet? Are yeah. you on a diet? Yeah, we're getting ready for an event. Okay. Wow, yeah. I picked a bad week to throw that one down. Uh, so did we. <laughs> are, are you allowed to talk about the event? Uh, no, not right now. Okay. Are, are we going to ever be able to talk about the event? Yeah, it'll be okay. it'll be uh, it'll be broadcast. Oh, ooh, it's gonna be okay. Good. In the House of Broken Promises. Yeah, as in this House of Broken Promises, <laughs> which might be Detroit. I'm not sure. Well, Listen, that, we that, long story. That's just the city of broken everything. <laughs> Have a you think very, you, you think Youngstown is bad? Have you been to Detroit, Michigan, in a while? I try to avoid it, but I have been there within the last seven years. Let me tell you a quick anecdote of my adventure to Detroit, Michigan, roughly circa 2014. Okay, that's about the last time I was there. So when you're going down uh, the main freeway, I think it's 75. Uh, the speed limits are just speed recommendations. There's no right. yeah. They, so oh boy. they re- recommend that you do 75, but if you do 95, it's okay. Whatever. Uh, also, there is graffiti all over. Like, I've seen that. Yeah, there's graffiti yeah. on the uh, freeway signs. Yeah. I've like, I don't that. even know how the hell you get up there and put graffiti on a freeway Ladders. Uh, in the middle of tra- on, In the middle of traffic, obviously. Those people are crazy, man. They don't have anything better to do. They're all unemployed. Well, <laughs> oh, all right. Sorry to all you folks in Detroit. It's unfortunate. Listen, we got a jam-packed show today. Well, I had one more. That This is my favorite part. Oh, more about Detroit. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we are going to, my wife and I, we're, we're going to my cousin's graduation. And picture this. In Detroit, they had these things called Michigan lefts, where you have to go down two miles because both, uh, well, the, the road only goes one way, and then the other lane goes the other way. So you have to go up two miles to turn left to go back because you can't go across. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's one lane, and then there's like the, I guess you could say the bike lane, if you will, but it's not really a bike lane because it's big enough to fit a car, but not really. So uh, we are coming up to a red light, and uh, we needed to turn right onto the freeway, but there was a couple cars ahead of us, so we were a couple cars behind, so we couldn't turn right because the people ahead of us were going straight. So this gentleman who pretty much did not want to wait at all decided to drive two wheels on the road and the other two wheels on the sidewalk to bypass traffic to get onto the freeway <laughs> instead of waiting the 48 seconds that it would have taken. Uh, and there was a cop there, and the cop just said, hey, what's up, man? And the dude's wow. like, what's up? And there we go. That's why Detroit is a lawless town. 
Wow. Well, um, I, I just got back from Baltimore myself, went there for a family reunion with my wife. And I have to ask you a question. Sure. Have you have either of you or anybody in the audience have played? It's like a it's like a goofy little game called egg toss where you have an egg and you stand across from each other. You toss it. You take a step back. You toss it back and, and you keep going back. And forth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty popular okay. at uh, so, family reunions. All right, yeah. So we did that. Well, I'm playing with my wife. And I didn't know that there was like this stop sign or something right behind me. So we're pretty far apart now. We're hanging out in the game, you know. Right. So she throws this like towering fly ball to me. Right. And I'm tracking it down, man. I'm going back to my high school outfield days. You know what I mean? And I'm going to catch this egg. And I ran into this sign. And I have two like gashes on my (laughs) chest. A little bit left here on my arm. And I mean, I like nailed this sign. And everybody in the place is like, oh, my God, are you all right? Like, cause, I mean, it was, it was very painful. And you're fighting back tears, and you're trying to... I did, well, I was, like, I was like, as I'm running into the sign, I'm thinking to myself, what's happening? Because <laughs> I didn't see it. As I'm running into it, I didn't see it. So everyone's like, you know, oh, are you okay? Well, I turn around and look, and my wife is laughing. Well, that's what they do. Now, to, in her defense, she claims that she didn't see me run into the sign. She was she had turned around because she thought the egg was going to hit the sign. Right, but when flesh, I hit the sign, but as a professional performer, professional wrestler, when skin hits, it hurts. Stop sign. There's a there's a thud. There's a noise that it makes. Well, it, what actually what it ended up being was there were these two bolts that were sticking out that I ran into, and that's what really got me. Oh my god, it hurt. It still kind of is a little tender. Are you going to be able to... Uh, did you wrestle? You know, I, I almost had to cancel the broadcast tonight. Well, we, I don't blame you. I, I mean, mean, it was rough. Yeah. Listen, uh, we got a long show. Or not a long show. It's going to be the same length as normal, but we have a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, today is 9-11. Uh, one of the darkest, most depressing, most terrifying days uh, in our country's history. And I don't want to spend a million hours on it, but I do think it, we do need to mention it. Uh, I know we've talked about it on our former podcast before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just it's it's a uh, you know we just happen to be uh, if you're listening to us live on uh, it's September 11th so yeah any uh, thoughts on that well I mean we could probably just do an entire show we, we on could that. sure um, I don't I don't know I I just the older I get the the less I want to talk about it yeah I agree I I think you know and and I know I know you have to remember you always you, you have do. to take a minute. And but I think that like the long conversation, like we know what happened that day. It's terrible. I think we should remember those we lost and 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 uh, you know the heroes. Yeah, for sure. You know of of that day. Um, but uh, well, I, I, you know, well, I saw something today that I mean, I heard about after it happened, but then it was like all over Facebook. Uh, did you see the the text message that the guy sent his wife while he was on the airplane? I remember hearing something about that, and it was like right there. Like they actually now, and I don't if I if I misquote, I'm I'm very sorry, but I think that at the the memorial center that they have, um, they have it like in a big, like blown up like poster, I guess you can call it, right? Of what he said, and and, and basically it says like, "Hey, Jules, which is his wife, um, I think his name was Steve Steve uh, uh, Greenwood or Greenway, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Hey, Jules, I, I just want to let you know that um, the the, the uh, airplane has been hijacked. Um, I think we're going to try to do something, but if we're, I don't think we're going to make it. It doesn't look good. Just know if something happens, I absolutely love you, and I will always love you. 
And I'm like getting choked up over it. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm in rough, work, man. You know what I mean? Because I can just imagine myself in that situation yeah, yeah, with my no wife, doubt. my two kids. Yeah. And then I think about like, even if I'm not in that situation, then I have to explain to my kids who are two and one yeah. of the evils that are in this world. And, and, and they're two and one. Your son's two. Yeah. And how do you explain that to them? But, you know, uh, it's, and this is kind of a right term, but we, uh, my son, when he says daddy, he says daddy. Okay, that's the way he says it. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times he'll say mommy, daddy, mommy, daddy. And, you know, we know what he's saying, but, he spent the night at his grandparents last night, and when he woke up this morning, he woke up crying, saying, Mommy, die. And they thought that he said, Mommy, died. They thought he had a dream. Right. And I said, I don't understand, because I don't think he understands dying yet. You right. know what I mean? Thankfully, he was just saying, Mommy, Daddy. But but I don't know. It's just like something like that. I mean, with a two-year-old, and I don't know. How do you, how do you like, if you lose, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, I hope it's something. I would never wish that on anybody. No, but how do you all. explain it to to such a young mind? You know what I mean? You can't, you can't. I mean, you got to do the best you can. I mean, you know, my wife, who's a teacher at Austintown, uh, she teaches um, sophomores, and these they're they were born in two thousand three. So this is like the first. Yeah. This is like the first or second class that she has that they were actually born after. Yeah. September eleventh. That's 11th. crazy too. And we and I mean September eleventh. That was our grandparents thing that they saw it happen or not. Um, Pearl Harbor. They yeah, saw that yeah. happen, but not with the media coverage because it was 1941. You just heard right. about it in the paper. Right. But, you know, just to be all the media outlets. And I remember I was active duty when that happened. Yeah, I remember and, you and, me and about that. And, like, just like, oh, my God, like, what, this, what you know, what's going to happen? And then trying to get a hold of my parents. I was 20 years old, you know? Right. And luckily, not luckily, but, I mean, our, our ship was getting ready to go in the dry dock uh, because it was time for services, ser- to get service for it. Um, so we didn't see any action. But, I mean, I've, I have lost friends because of during 9-11 at the attack of the Pentagon and, and at, uh, you know, Ground Zero. Then I had friends die after the fact fighting to, you know, uh, for our freedoms. Yeah. And, and then this is why, and I know I'm going on, and I know I, I hate to bring this up, but this is why I have a hard time with the whole kneeling for the national anthem and Colin Kaepernick and everything else like that. But like I said, that's a different story for a different time. Yeah. My, my thing is always going to be veterans in America first because – we do live in the greatest country in the world, regardless of who's running the show. We we have so many liberties and freedom that most people dream of having. Certainly one of the greatest. Uh, and speaking of who's running the show, that's a fantastic transition because the person who's running the show is like the gift that just keeps on giving to radio. Good old uh, Donnie T. Not George W. Bush. No. Although he would have been too. He would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, by now you've heard, I'm sure, of this uh, anonymous op-ed piece that supposedly was written by somebody within the Trump administration, a senior official. Okay. I have a few quotes here. All right, I'm all ears. This is fantastic. So this is written by somebody who's supposedly in in the uh, administration. So you've not heard this yet? No. Oh, good. You're in for a treat. I can't wait. So this says, this is just quotes. This is not the whole thing. These are just some key quotes I took out that I that struck me. President Trump is facing a test to his presidency unlike any faced by a modern American leader. It's not just that the special counsel looms large or that the country is bitterly divided over Mr. Trump's leadership or even that his party might well lose the House to an opposition hell-bent on his downfall. The dilemma, which he does not fully grasp, is that many of the senior officials in his own administration are working diligently from within to frustrate parts of his agenda and his worst inclinations. To be clear, ours is not the popular resistance of the left. We want the administration to succeed and think that many of its policies have already made America safer and more prosperous. But we believe our first duty is to this country, and the president continues to act in a manner that is detrimental to the health of our republic. 
Uh, he goes on to say, the root of the problem is the president's amorality. Anyone who works with him knows that he is not moored in any discernible first principles that guide his decision-making. Uh, although he was elected as a Republican, the president shows little affinity for ideals long espoused by conservatives, free minds, free markets, and free people. At best, he has invoked these ideals in scripted settings. At worst, he has attacked them outright. Now, it goes on and on and on. Now, of course, there's this big... Uh, outrage of you know and 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 everybody trying to figure out who wrote it who wrote it which one of these senior administrative people wrote it i have i have a suspicion who do you think it is i think it was pence you think so he uses and, and this is also they they mention it there's a word that pence uses all the time lodestar i don't even know what it means but he right. uses it all the time he uses it in this or it, it whoever wrote it uses that word what are the odds? Well, but that's how unless you, they're trying to frame him. Well, either that. Well, but that's that's the thing, though. I mean, like to take the trail off the person who actually wrote it, you would want to use something to, you know, for somebody else who would. I know what I'm saying, but they're trying to throw the the son yeah. of the person who actually wrote it and blame it on somebody else. Blame that, it on somebody else. That's, yeah, that's, that's they don't want to get busted. That's textbook framing one one. That's a good point. No, that's fair. So you're probably right, but but think about it. Like for Pence, this may be the only shot he's ever got at being president. Well, you know, if you what? get rid of Trump, that's his. That's he's never going to get elected, is he? I mean, is he electable? Boring. Is that a word? Electable? Is it more electable? Well, I don't know if it's actually a real word, but they use it. Electable, <laughs> don't well, they? I heard he's worse than than uh, uh, Trump. That's what people say. I don't know. I I mean, it, it's kind of like um, it's relative. I think. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like, and, and I know it's a football thing for you, and I know you don't do sports other than baseball. But it's kind of like Todd Haley making Hugh Jackson look like a clown because and making himself look good. So if they ever were to fire Hugh Jackson, they know who. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be like it would be like if it would be like if Frank Cone or or Alomar were to try to make Frank Cone look there you go. or something. There we outlined it up for you. So now you know what I'm talking. So this <laughs> well, is like. So who would be <laughs> all right? I don't know. I just it's funny. I don't know. This is just fantastic stuff. I mean, we're never going to live through something like this again. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully not. Well, you say that. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I mean, if you got your your Democratic hopeful Oprah Winfrey running in twenty twenty, oh, God help us. And, but that's the, exactly exactly my point. This is what it starts. You get you get TV show hosts from the right. So what does the <laughs> left do? We're going to counter with our TV show host, and now and then that's whenever the whole world just. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. <laughs> All right. Yeah. How about Serena Williams? Serena Williams. Yeah. Did you see that? Um, it's saw bits and pieces of it. Char- I'm did still... you see the caricature? That's more or less what I wanted to talk I about. I saw it. It's a little over the top. But it's a caricature. Yeah. I don't know. I, I... Yeah, but I tell you what, though. When they drew uh, caricatures of your favorite president, uh, you know, exaggerated orange and his terrible uh, uh, headpiece or, or toupee, that was okay, right? It's only okay because he's a white male? No, but... I'm not... I'm not uh... But if you're making fun of him because he's orange, which, by the way, he is... He's... Like he's fairly orange. He's cheetah orange. He's pretty. It's pretty obvious that there's some serious spray tan stuff going on there. But I mean, have you ever gone? But sure. that's not a racial thing. And so, isn't the whole point? I didn't really read the whole thing. Isn't it supposedly racist? This I don't know. It might be over the top. Listen, the picture's a little over the top, and probably the reaction to it's a little over the top. Is that fair? If I'm yeah. somewhere down the middle. So just to recap, everyone who who's listening, and, and I just caught bits, bits and pieces of this. Um, Serena Williams was in the uh, U.S. Open final. And she was arguing with the umpire and going, you know, and she was saying some pretty, 
not so ladylike things. But, but, but it, it was pretty mellow. It was pretty mellow. I would say so. I mean, look I, at I mean, it wasn't like macaro, f this, f right. that. No, it was just like right, right. You, you know, you're a thief and. You know, calling the judge all sorts of names, like when you throw a temper tantrum. But it's not. This is not unprecedented. No, it's not. It happens all the time. I mean, really, the backlash against her is probably really unfair. It's not probably really unfair. It is really unfair. So she's being held to a different standard than anybody else would be. So the umpire said, "Okay, if you don't shut up, I'm going to uh, take away, uh, take a game away from you." Right. Which in tennis is that's like a whole yeah 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 that's Which a, the umpire that's a was with it that's what the, the, that's like, they're that, right that's taking a touchdown off that's taking yeah. a well she a was run off so what originally started it was her coach gestured something to her which is illegal in tennis she didn't see the coach gesture to her supposedly so that's why she flipped out to begin with so she and then the flip out got her and it just kind of snowballed but here's the thing that's really getting lost in all this and it's really unfortunate is that the woman that beat her beat her fair and square with or without the umpire calls, right. number one. And number two, she's the first, did you know that she's the first uh, player of Japanese descent to ever win that tournament, the a Grand I, Slam? I'm not really into tennis. I'm not either. My <laughs> wife told me all this. And what's more amazing about it is statistically, Serena Williams has won more of those than anybody in history. So she's literally, arguably, the greatest tennis player of all time right? based on those stats. And, well, but, but it's lost in that, and the, the young woman that won is an absolute class act, right? Throughout all of this, well, it, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, you you probably have no other option just to sit there and just let Serena or whoever you're playing just self implode. So you kind of come off look like the good guy, anyways. I mean, I guess. And I'm not, I, but but, I, but I'm not saying. But what I'm saying though is like. You know, she probably did it because she's a class act. But right. It didn't yeah. hurt the fact that she's like, I'm just going to shut up and just let this just play out in front of me. So, Gums just Gums just gave the tribe the lead. Oh, he's terrible too. We got to trade him. We got to trade him and Donaldson back to the Yankees. Right. But then then the caricature came out yesterday and people lost their yeah. mind. It well, was, it, it was an over exaggerated. I will I will say it, this. I don't think that the artist intended to draw of it course not. racist. But when you exaggerate certain features. Certain stereotype features, you're going, you, you, you know, you're kind of asking for it. But it was, it's a caricature. I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying, like. They're not supposed to be flattering. No. That's but, what I'm saying. Hey. Like, it, like if, if you go, like, if, if you go in my mom's closet, there was a caricature that they did of me when I was 16 at the Canfield Fair. Yeah. And they made my, my I had big ears, whatever. And they made my ears really big. They yep, made my yep. nose really big. Uh, they Justin, made, they didn't. What they didn't tell you was that was just a photograph, right? <laughs> okay, we're gonna go to commercial break because I'm gonna murder my co-host. <laughs> but no, and, and and like, okay, haha, and my mom and stepdad, they made yeah, fun of me, yeah, you know, I whatever. Know. And, and it's not like I. No, great, it was 1997, so there's no Twitter for me to go on and yeah. complain. And, 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 and honestly, this particular caricature of her, it just, it, from what I could tell, it just made her look really big and angry. It, it, but that's you how was, but that's how she acted. That's how she came across. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think that her behavior was that outrageous, is what I'm trying to say. Right. I mean, so the whole thing's blown out of proportion right thing. from the get-go. Right. So, like you said, it, it was all stemmed from the coach uh, giving a gesture. Right, right. Serena Williams, quote-unquote, did not see it, whatever. The judge says, yes, you did. She said no. She berated him. Even if she didn't see it, it's still against the rules. So, right. So they made the, the judges made the right call. He, he made the decision on her being, you know, uh, verbally 
abused. He thought what he did was right. She threw yeah. it even bigger tan- temper tantrum. She lost not because of the game was taken away, but she lost right. because which she, she was outplayed. Which she acknowledged. Right. She acknowledged. And then, and then the the uh, I think this guy was in Australia made the the caricature, and it was like, haha, lol. Okay, whatever. You, you know, you got your fifteen minutes. But then it just oh, that's racist. Why do we go there? Why? I don't know. I mean, listen. I don't know. Again, I don't think he intended for it to be racist. But at the same time, I can see where people are coming from in their assumptions that it looks it look it could be taken that way. Okay. And I don't want to get into the details because then, of course, I'm saying things, and then I don't want to be accused of certain things. Because you got to be real careful when you're talking oh, you, about this you stuff. I mean, they're so, pull, they're pulling tweets like I told you from uh, baseball I know, players right, right. from 2012 when they were 16. I know. So listen, I don't want to go down that road too deep. I get both sides of it. I think everything everything has been has been over exaggerated, and it's unfortunate because uh, of the historic achievement of the young woman that I and I don't know her name offhand but the who won that tournament uh and it's unfortunate it really is and i like serena i think she's a great player I she's, think she's a great a player wonderful she's advocate a, a great competitor I, I think that she is you know leaps and bounds ahead of and, most and she's other been women. getting a lot of crap lately she wore that tight suit after she had a that child was stu- that was stupid. because and she wore it because to prevent uh blood clots to her legs after mm-hmm. having a child not stupid that she wore but stupid that, that they, she's yeah. under, under the micro- right. mi- microscope and, and and you know what but tennis is one of those games it is I, it is sexist it is a sexist game when you look at the rules it's very elitist and everything else so she does have there are some valid points and and maybe hopefully this you know transcends it a little bit and changes a little bit if, i mean if, if so then something good came out of it if you want to see a a, a good movie it's on hbo right now it's uh, battle of the sexes it was um Steve Carell played Bobby King. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Emma, I always get the last name wrong. Emma Thompson. Emma, some I can't remember. She was in Easy A, and um, yeah, 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 yeah. She played Billie Jean King, and it chronicled the. Yeah, it was a funny movie. It was, it was funny, a funny yeah. movie, but if you watch just just to see where women's tennis has come from in the seventies, you know where the 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 men, the latest men, were trying to just completely yeah. downplaying women's. Well, I mean, that that's also goes with the equality march in, in the 70s as well, too. But right. it's completely downplaying anything that the women have done. And that Billie Jean King and these ragtag women, they started the WTA, if, if I remember correctly, uh, getting sponsorships from, I think it was Virginia Slims, you know, just just to get their own thing, yeah. just to separate from the men. Right. And then for Billie Jean to beat Bobby King, and, and I mean, she massacred him. Like, she just destroyed him. In in uh, two or three games, it wasn't even close. And then, like you know, at at the end credits, spoiler alert, uh, they were still friends up until he died in 1998 of cancer or something like that. So I mean, he was all for the pushing of the of the movement, but you know, he was also a showman too. But he knew what he was doing. He's like, if I right. could get out there and use my fame because he won. I think he won Wimbledon, or whatever. But he helped propel that. Yeah. But you know, that took a lot of you know sack for him to do that. Absolutely. All right, do we have time to talk Emma about... Emma Stone. It was Emma Stone. Emma Stone, that's who it is. Yeah. And, and Na- Naomi Os- Osaka. All right, before we go to break, I want to touch on the beginning of the NFL season, college football coming up. Uh, the Browns didn't lose. No. They didn't win either. Well. <laughs> listen, can I, listen, I don't want to always constantly be the guy that rips on football, but, but can I say at least in baseball we get a clear winner Every single night. Even if it takes seven innings or seven hours and 19 innings. Right, yeah. And you have your right Thank fielder you. coming in to pitch because yeah. you have no bullpen help. All right, but how? But what do you think overall? Uh, from what my understanding, defense was great. Offense was pretty much garbage. Uh, run defense was putrid. 
They let a, a backup running back. Now, James Connors is not terrible, but he's not Le'Veon Bell, and he just sliced and diced them like, you know, like he, it was just ridic- you know, ridiculous. Jim, Jim, your thoughts. Did they, uh, did they uh, meet your expectations, or are you a little bit down? Did you want the win? No, defensively, I thought they did well. Uh, the middle linebackers leave a little bit to be desired. But if you listen to any of the pregame on Sunday, a lot of people are picking the Steelers for the Super Bowl. So this is a Super okay. Bowl caliber team going up against a. I, I don't want to say a rebuilt team, but you know the Browns thirty nine out they're of fifty three players are new. Yeah, they're close. So there, there, there is that issue too. But uh, I, I thought the first half was putrid offensively. Second half they got it going, uh, and they came back enough to tie it up. Unfortunately, and they battled them. Yeah, yeah they if, didn't give up. If you ever watched the Pittsburgh Cleveland game, you always got the feeling Cleveland just went in there and got paintbrush slapped back and forth. Right. Yeah. I didn't feel like that on Sunday. Like right. they fought back. Garrett Miles was tearing people up. Denzel Ward was picking off balls. There was, you know, Schobert ends up. I mean, there was a lot of physical play. You got to be happy with that to it's a degree not, as a yeah, fan, well, not as a coach. What? And as a fan, you have to remember that this is not their year. This no. is this is certainly a, a step in the right direction, but this is still a transitional year for them to go from, you know, getting to know who they are as a team and getting to that point where you know, winning you know a majority of their games becomes you know more realistic. No, they just they have to learn to win now. You have yeah. an opportunity to field goal last second. You're going to put away the Steelers and you blow it. Right, right. You know, but it, but I I think that I think that what last night they exceeded a lot of people's expectations, and I think that I think that Browns fans maybe have that little glimmer of hope that they finally have something to be a little bit excited about. Yeah, I mean, and the biggest jump is going to come from week week one to week two. So we'll see how they are down in New Orleans on a clean field, right. uh, playing against a, a top caliber quarterback. Now Roethlisberger is too; he's he's fantastic. But uh, you know, it's not going to get any easier next week, and we'll see if there is an improvement. Are they going to sign anybody? You know, they've right. uh, Emmanuel Ogba's down now for some weeks. Uh, there are other defensive ends, so are they going to bring somebody else in there? You know, now they're probably sorry they they let Carl Nassib go, but. Uh, We'll see. I mean, if anything, it'll be interesting. They'll get some wins this year. This won't be uh, twelve right. and four season. Or, or maybe instead of losing every single game this year, they'll tie every single game. They'll be the first team ever to do that. Well, they have a better record than you know, like the Raiders, right? You know? <laughs> well, by the way, what sorry, would, Gruden. What would you consider if they if, if a team were to tie throughout the entire season? Would that be five hundred? No. What would that be? Zero. Wouldn't be zero. Yes, Statistically horrible. I don't know how you would know because zero would be losing everything. Or but would, they didn't win though. But you might as well have not played the season. Their winning percentage right, right now is not a hundred or a thousand. <laughs> right? No. Zero. I guess. So if they do I that guess. fifteen more times, it's still zero. All right. I didn't know if there was some other way to quantify it. So real, real, real quick, Jim, before we go to break, if you're a Steelers fan, are you worried? No. You sure? Absolutely not. Why would you not be worried? Twenty-one eighteen last year to a Browns team that went zero and sixteen. Steelers went to the playoffs. Browns went home. I'm not worried. If I'm a if I'm a Steelers fan, I'm good. Rossberger turned it over six times, and you okay? That's fair, but but you got to look at it like this: the team that didn't win a game last year, who, who has a fifty three percent new roster, you couldn't even beat them in regular in regular time. You went to overtime and you tied them, and your number one running back is still in the MIA. Your Academy I'm, Award music playing. I'm worried. All right. Great killer first segment. Definitely. What's that number? 330 707 4202. 
Catch us on Facebook Live right now. If you're listening, well, obviously, if you're listening now, you're listening on Facebook. You can catch Clearly. us. Uh, <laughs> if you want to catch us again on Friday when the show premieres on the network, it's Live 365 app. Search for Western Reserve Digital Broadcasting. And, of course, uh, there are some other homegrown shows. And I'm going to allow Button Pusher to Jim, Jim to go ahead and plug a little bit of that. Let's plug. Plug, plug away. away. Plug well, away. certainly, you don't want to miss the Youngstown Browns backer show Friday at 6 o'clock. We'll talk about... You know, all Browns stuff, including this past week and the upcoming week with New Orleans. That's my new best friend, by the way. Yeah, and yeah. also you know, Fight Good Night in Youngstown with uh, Brian Wan and Vin, uh, Vin O'Neill. And Vinny is actually going to be on a fight card in November. That is awesome. So we're going to chronicle him as he goes and the weight loss and all that good stuff. We should, which... get, the, we should get the whole uh, local uh, talent to go and support him, be ringside with him. We should, I will get everybody Western Reserve Radio T-shirts, dude. I'm, Let's go. I'm down. Let's, Let's do party. it. He's going to be fighting here at the Palermo Center in Youngstown, in the Youngstown area. So you don't have to go when. far. That's it. Let's do it. He'll I've be, never been to a boxing match. I always wanted to. Go well, to he's make, he's been out of the ring. This will be three years, so he'll be coming back now, and he's already down almost to weight. So he won't have to struggle and everything. And we're, we're looking forward. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to sponsor him a little. Yeah. You know, if you like boxing, come out and definitely. If you like definitely. fighting, I don't know. I just want to see two For dudes sure. fight. For sure. I mean, what other radio station do you get, um, you know, Browns and boxing and then a little bit of everything else? Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> ESPN. What, well, we're, yeah, but, sorry, Justin. What an absolute orangutan. You know, okay, I'm trying something. to, like, push this stupid radio station. <laughs> and you're like, oh, guess what? Well, you dude, could just listen to ESPN. Yeah, I mean, they're free and, you know, they, they got chicks. I and couldn't you, help it. All right, time to turn your mic off. Yeah. yeah. Go, back to, go back to pushing those bikes. Well, you know, you know, if Jim's not going to properly promote a station, I guess we might as well. Yeah, and, and here we are. We came in, and, and he was just hard to work on the phone and I'm and I was like, well we need this and we need that. I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, finally, I thought finally. we were getting somewhere. And it wasn't us. It was for another show. I know. I thought we were getting demands and all right. Uh all kidding aside, um there <laughs> it is in, in New York and Boston tonight. Uh <laughs> there are tears literally just saturating the ground. Yeah. And it's not from the hur- impending hurricane. No, that's coming through. No. It's not from the rain from the no. Past well, it hurricane. is from it is from the rain. Right, the rain in Cleveland. Yes, that our uh, M- uh, our uh, MVP third baseman. For those of you who likely don't know what we're talking about, a report uh, uh, emerged uh, earlier this week. Justin was nice enough to to let me in on this right away. I'm coming on my way home from Baltimore. I get this tweet: several teams, including the Yankees and the Red Sox are irritated with the trade, the, the the circumstances surrounding the trade of Josh Donaldson to the Indians. And I thought, oh, boy, this is going to be good. Yeah. Uh, according to the report, um, they thought that the acquisition of Josh Donaldson wasn't, and I quote, fair. Right. Fair. That's the exact verbiage that they used. Fair. fair. So let me ask you this, Alan, and, 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 and I'm just speaking as obligatory not Cleveland fan, but just right. obligatory baseball fan. Was it fair when New York traded uh, John Carlos Stanton for a bag of uh, baseballs? No. Was By it, the way, it was Jeter who made the trade sure. with them. Was it was it fair that Boston has a, a payroll of eighteen trillion dollars that yeah. they could they could just pick and choose whatever free agent? JD they Martinez want? was going there before he left, before he was traded from Detroit. Just like Bryce Harper's going to probably New York. So those major market teams, you can basically, I got two words for you. When it comes to fairness of trading, you're just, you're just mad. I didn't say it. 
It didn't say it there, sweetheart. I'm just saying, like, you you need to take fair out of vernacular, okay? Because it's not, we're not in a fair world. Right, right. Okay? If you want fair, then let's start with the salary cap. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Listen, here's, the, here's what kills me about this. And here, let me ask you a few questions. Simple yes or no questions, right? Yeah. Uh... What did Josh Donaldson pass through waivers? He did, meaning that every single team had a chance to claim him and take him for nothing. They did. Was every other team uh, informed of the exact situation that Josh Donaldson was in and what the deal was? That is true. And did every other team? Would any other team? Could any other team? By the way, have made the same trade and did the exact same thing that the Cleveland Indians did? Uh, you're uh, five, well, four for four on that. So here's what they're really mad about. They passed on Josh Donaldson because they thought he was hurt. He goes down, makes a couple rehab assignments, slams a couple home runs, and now all of a sudden it's unfair because, oh, if he's in MVP form, he should come to us because we're Boston and New York and we're entitled. That's what it comes down to. It's what it is. So I'm trying to find the... the And and, and, and there there were no rules broken you know, I mean, I just don't know what the complaint. They, they really, it's a bad look for them. It's a really bad look for them, is what it comes it, down to. Because listen, they're the spoiled, rich, rotten kids that got everything that they want. Yeah. And then they found the shiny new toy that right. it's for Christmas that mommy daddy was supposed to buy for them. And then the, the middle class, hardworking, blue collar American put the money aside. Yeah. Saved and up got for it. it. Right. And saved up for it and got it. And now little Johnny and little Susie right. aren't going to have that toy. Because of that. And we have a call coming in. You are on the air. This is uh, Corrupted File Radio. I almost forgot the name of our show. Hello? Am I on the air? You're on the air. Can I make a uh, birthday shout-out? You can. You another, can. Yeah, another one. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, that's what we do, I guess. Uh, like, <laughs> hold, uh, hold on. We need, you to, we need you to get out of... Uh, you need to go by a window. You cut out really bad. You there? Hello. We may have lost it. Hello? Yes. Hey, hey. All right, whose birthday is it today? Uh, it's not today. It was on the night. Okay. Uh, special uh, birthday shout-out to someone who lives in L.A., uh, California. Hang up. Hang up. Special, uh, uh, happy birthday to my friend, John. Happy birthday, John. Uh, I didn't, well, very good. How's he doing out there? Uh. I don't know. Okay. Riveting stuff as per usual. <laughs> Thank you, birthday guy. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Happy birthday, John. So what do we do? If you're you? listening. Yeah. I, I, nothing in the slightest. Encarnacion uh, just made up for his uh, base uh, running gaff and just yeah. hit a shot to freaking Miami. You know, that's just because he's lazy and doesn't want to run. No. You know? Right. So trade him. See, I really wish that I can give you the bullet points of this uh, article from The Athletic, but it's making me pay. Yeah, I know. You got to pay for it. And and actually, it's a, it's a really good, it's a really good uh, Did you pay for it? No. I might someday, though, but I just don't have time for it. But it's a good, it's actually a good site. It is. Uh, you know what that home run was missing? <laughs> I love this. I lo- <laughs> You brought your A game today, Alan. I did. What is that home run missing? It was missing a bat flip. It like was one it? of those epic bat Flips. Get out of here. Bush League. I'm not going to say it's not Bush League. Absolute Bush League. It's still entertaining. Anyways. Especially when it results in, in, in people. Hold on. Oh, wait. You say it affects the sanctity of the game. It that sure was does. Yes. So let me get this I'm straight. old. I'm old timer. All right. You're an old school purist, right? Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What is it about a bat flip that 
that just tears apart the game, yet starting a guy on second base in extra innings, fundamentally changing the game the way it's been played for hundreds of years, is that's a good idea. So let me guess. You were like, i I got I to win this. Let me, i got to go back to the archives. There's got to be something no, that he I'm said. No, I'm not an archivist. I just remember. I've been baffled ever since you supported that terrible idea. That's a wonderful idea. Oh, God. Because it makes you... Listen... Okay, so now, are I, we I heard op- this argument. Are, are we going to open up that, that can of worms? Because okay, I'll, let's okay, open it. Are we done with bat flips? Was that no. was that the big debate we <laughs> built for several days now? Just like uh, they're bush league. Oh, I guess they are, but they're still fun. Okay, no, moving, okay. moving on right. to a man on second and <laughs> like, extra innings. The reason why I said the man on second base and extra innings is a lot better is because it makes you change your thought process of the game. Okay, do you play the infield in? Do you have your batter? Uh, bunt the guy over, especially if it's three, four, or five. Do you play back? Do you do the shift? Can I? Can, oh no, I get it. But can I just say something? No. Well, I guess I should just retire then. What do you want to say? You know what else would make you think the same way? Uh, Is if your leadoff guy in extra innings got hit a double and earned it <laughs> the way it should go. Jim, what do you think? Come on, I know you're not the biggest baseball guy, but what are your thoughts? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm afraid to pick a side no, on no, no, no. Listen, he's too busy going over that contract for the other radio show that's going to replace right, us, and we're yeah. really going to bring in the money. Wow. Like, the, I'm, from an athletic standpoint, I get baseball. Some of the strategy yeah. is a little off to me, you know. I, because it's a smart person game, Jim. You're a Neanderthal. Oh, absolutely. They yeah. play chess. I play checkers. There's no question. Uh, uh, but, hey, if football. They, if they, <laughs> wait, wait, football guy's back. If they <laughs> Wait, we got football guy on the line here. Football guy, who, who do you want to wish happy birthday to? Uh, I wish <laughs> my coach, he made me play with five concussions. Good All time. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I, I just, listen, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't need, like. need to leave my button off. I, I, listen, I'll tell you what. If it means never, I'll make you a deal. I'll agree to outlaw bat flips if we agree to take the second, the man on second base thing off the table. Ooh, it's it's over and done with. I don't think. It, no, I, I think they're trying, still trying it out, aren't I they? Still th- I'd be okay with that. Ugh. I'd be okay with that. That doesn't make sense to me. You don't make sense to me. I don't. That's why I was put on this planet. Like I was, we, talk, we don't <laughs> listen. Do you know why we're going to be a great show? Because we disagree on everything. Everything. <laughs> Have you, you just know, listened to that 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 stupid? No. You know what's great though? My wife pointed out she she thinks that we could be a great show for, because when we talk like politics, you're like the conservative. Mm-hmm. I'm the liberal, but we could talk about it and not hate each other. No. And we're totally cool with each other at the end of it. And like, who else can do that? Mm-mm. Like, everybody gets so pissed off about the dumb. Am I allowed to say pissed? Yeah, with, I, 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 that I, on the list. I encourage it. Okay, can we? We need to go to a break. We got to find the seven words. <laughs> we got to find this. There was a list of words out there, apparently written by George Carlin. That which I've heard the list. Um, can we just play the list? Can we play the bit? <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> can we have a one-time pass? I don't have a dump button. It goes that fast. <laughs> First word. <laughs> Second word. They, they would never know what it is. All right, uh, so let's rule it back in. Bat flips. Get back bat to where flips. we're. Bat okay, flips. Okay, okay, listen. I'm okay with, you know, subtle celebrations. Yeah, okay. okay, all right. But the thing that I saw, and I showed you the, I showed you the video, and you even yeah. said it was excessive. No, that was the guy, that was ridiculous. So I don't know if it was high school uh, or triple A, single A, short A, Bush League. I don't know what it was. See the one that I sent you with the little kid? Yeah. That was kind of hilarious. Whatever. So <laughs> this guy hits this home run to dead center, 
and he's just staring there. He's just looking at the ball. Yeah, for a little ten seconds. Like the, everybody else on base had already scored by right. the time he started. And then he the just throws his bat up in the air like he just don't care. And then he he decides to then and only then run the bases. And if I'm a pitcher, the next batter is getting a 98 mile an hour four seamer to the rib cage. Well, that's what I love about it, though. Okay, but but uh, all right, fine, fine. If you're going to show up the pitcher, then you deserve to get hit with a baseball. Yeah. Okay. Of course. All right. Of course. Well, I just seen people like saying like, "Oh, what a way to uh um I guess I guess bad actions have have violence." All right, all right, all right. Let me let me just let me just build a scenario for you. I'm I'm all ears. Let's say it's game 7 of the ALCS. Okay. Right? Uh let's say somehow Cleveland's at home. Right. Okay, it's a home game. I don't know that's not going to happen. Uh, and it's New York versus Cleveland. Mm-hmm. No, it would because of the wild card. Wouldn't oh, my it? God. With the semantics, just get to the story. All right, all right. So, oh, wait a minute. I mean, if it was. So, Chapman, it's a tie game, bottom of the ninth. Chapman's on the mound, two down. And here comes Josh Donaldson. Mm. It, just because this would be poetic justice. Hashtag circumstances. Hashtag circumstances. <laughs> he circumstances a massive bomb. 15 rows up the bleachers, and he gives the most epic bat flip of all time and walks off. You wouldn't enjoy that as an no, Indians wait, fan? wait, hold on, because I know what you're trying to do here. I'm playing to your emotions. <laughs> that's that's different because... Because... It, shut up. Okay. Because it was a game-clinching, serious-clinching home run. There's no tomorrow. So it's like... So you don't have to worry about getting hit exactly. in the ring. Exactly. Next it's, year. Right. <laughs> but if it's game one of the ALDS... And Donaldson rips <laughs> Ramirez, up. Manny Ramirez. We were talking about yes. either who threw his yeah. arms up in the air. Yeah, but if it's game one of the ALDS and you just hit a walk-off single air yeah. whatever and you're staring the pitcher down, you're going to die. I mean, okay. it, it, that's now when, when Batista hit that home run against, I think it was Texas, wasn't it? Yes. In 2016. Yes. And he chucked the bat. That clinched the series. That, that was a series. clinching. I mean, yeah, that did ultimately, yeah. Okay, I'm okay with that. But it's just and that was a great that was a good one. Yeah, okay, I, all right. So no, so no, it's gonna mean something. Like it's more aggravating if if it's a, a meaningless home run. Although I love these guys that bat flip and then like somebody from the Cubs did it earlier this season. Totally bat flipped, watched their fly ball, and it was like <laughs> it either hit the wall or got caught. I think it was Javi Baez. Yeah. Yeah, idiot. Oh, it was against the Indians too. Yeah. It was against Kluber, and Kluber just like stood there stone faced. Yeah. Well, what about the the might have been clear, What right? about the mediocre players that do their little their little taunts or their little dances when they when they do with their? We were talking is. about Rodney. Rodney. He's the worst. Yeah, I like, can't believe that nobody ever gets pissed off about that. I mean, he's okay. He was a great closer. He's in the twilight of his career. I don't think he's that unhittable anymore. And matter of fact, I think he gets hit more than he actually saves. But and then he does this little, yeah, like he shoots the arrow or whatever. Dude, you're trash. And like the national announcer, just think it's so cute. Look at that with his little arrow. Oh, oh, look at little Fernando Rodney. By the way, did I tell you how much I love Kyle Schwarber? Oh, no. <laughs> I really don't want to play. I, listen, and I know I'm getting ahead of myself. If the Indians make it the World Series again, I don't want to play the Cubs just because I don't want to hear the You know, the we would have heard it about Aaron Judge last year if it, if it had not been for him setting a, a 18 strikeouts record strikeouts in a, in a division series. Is he going to play at all? I don't know. His wrist is still... By the way, speaking of shady moves, the Red Sox, the whiny Red Sox, conveniently uh, activated Chris Sale just in time to go for that Cy Young Award. Oh, but you didn't get this report. No. He threw 26 pitches in an inning and they yanked him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. That's good. Good for us. All right, well, I'll take it back. He must have been really hurt then. Yeah. Or they're really, really selling it. 
Well, let's take a look here. I, I, um, this was just earlier from today. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just trying to find it here. Uh, Chris Sale done earlier. This is from Leach Report one hour ago, so about seven, about seven thirty Eastern Standard Time, seven forty Eastern Standard Time. Um, Red Sox ace was supposed to pitch two innings in return, but was pulled after one inning on twenty six pitches tonight. Okay, well, I take everything back that I said. I still think the Red Sox are a bunch of whiny little word that's probably on the list that I can't say. Well, probably. Uh, I don't know if it's time for this, but I'm going to jump in this anyways. The well, of the week. it's 8.50. So well, where, where, this, are we at? where are we at on time there, Sparky? All right, well, this is good timing. Uh, Eddie of the Week uh, is something you've probably all heard of, is the police officer that walked into the wrong apartment and shot the man that lived there, killing him. Oh. And now she is going to jail for manslaughter, most likely. Uh, how does this happen? How do you not walk I, in and realize that the furniture is different? I, I tried. I feel bad. I tried, for the, the whole I, thing is I, terrible. I tried figuring it out, and you know, and there's no way to spin this. And I'm not saying spin it to get the cop off. Right. Because if the cop did something that they weren't supposed to do, obviously there are ramifications for your actions. I mean, unless it's one of those like. It was an apartment complex, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was the one right above her. I don't think she was looking to kill somebody. I mean, she definitely jumped to deadly force very quickly. I mean, some, obviously he was unarmed. Yeah, but some of the apart once again, do not, do not, do not say right. that I'm justifying this. But some of these efficiency apartments are already furnished. Furnished. Well, I would like to know if with it, the yeah, same yeah, furnishings. Yeah, it, it could okay. be. It could be. Or yeah. I don't know if the lights are on. If the lights yeah. are on or lights are on. I mean, off. It, at the end of the day, it is tragic. It is. It is. It it's is terrible. Very for, I mean, and I saw the video of her literally freaking out. Obviously, she wasn't tr looking. The, for she this was type in somebody of, the wrong apartment. Is that yes. what it was? She went to. So her apartment was on the third floor. She went to the got off on the fourth floor. And, and another thing too is she got off a sixteen-hour shift. So, so we could talk about lengthy shifts and everything. And these people in these types of jobs well, working my question, these types of how, hours. How did how did she, how did she get in the apartment? It's it was her apartment. Her apartment. Oh, it was so, her. So, so, so she, she so, walked so, in. So she, yeah, she lives on 301. He lives on 401. So she went into so she his went apartment. At 401. The door was unlocked. So she, Well, it's obviously his fault then. No, he wasn't in her apartment. He was in his apartment. She went into his apartment. Okay, listen to you. But he left, he left the door unlocked. Well. Hi, I'm Jim. I play football. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do math good. Jim, uh, have you? Huh? All right, listen. Yeah, never mind. Button okay, off. yeah. I, you know, I thought Jim was going to chime in with something, you know, normally when we have these stores, he's got something strong to add and he's got nothing today. It's, it's, the, it's a little lack of Chick-fil-A. You need a chicken sandwich, dude. So <laughs> it's a waffle for with, with the cheese sauce. Oh, you don't like the cheese sauce? What the hell is no. wrong? Give me what? a barbecue sauce. I and want a, the barbecue sauce. And a oh. Diet Coke. Not that smoky stuff they brought in for a <laughs> bit and they kicked <laughs> that right out. Tell me you don't drink Diet Coke with that. No, that stuff tastes like crap. It does. All right. You All right. Wait, you guys, none of you guys got my reference? Yes, because you're eating Chick-fil-A and you're going to drink Diet Coke, right? Is that your reference? No. That would be you, don't, you don't remember that, that YouTube video from 2006? I want a chicken sandwich and some waffle fries. <laughs> no. You've never seen that? No. Unforgivable. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> you're going to have to. Listen, what's your segment? Oh, so I thought we were talking more. Oh, yeah, so, no, yeah, but, okay, no, but, but I mean, I don't know, I thought that the gym threw me off, all right, well, that so she got, went in the wrong apartment, uh, and shot this guy, killed Oops. him, turns out it was his apartment, they got video of him doing CPR, rolling this guy out, yeah, that was terrible, uh, pumping on the old chest, 
the whole thing is just horrible. I mean, it's really unfortunate. I don't know what to say. If uh, that's my idiot of the week, it's kind of a sad idiot of the week. Well, but we just went. Yeah, and so the guy that was recording it, put the phone down and help me. The guy's yeah, really. dying. Well, yeah, that, no, but yeah, but here's a thing. Well, there were that's EMTs just, and that's, stuff. That's in there, just but. what our society Jeez. is. Well, just, maybe he doesn't know CPR. Well, I mean, I had to do the Heimlich on my kid the other day in a grocery store. Yeah. Oh. He started choking. So did you? But I mean, you didn't do the Heimlich. Did you put him like across your arm and smacked his back? No, no, he's two. I did the Heimlich. All right. Well, I, I, he was, oh, you're you're one of those. Uh, he was sitting in a. He was sitting. I've done that. He was choking. He was sitting in in the cart. I just kind of leaned him back and I a couple quick thrusts and it all came out. What was it? It was a tortilla chip. A tortilla chip. Yes. What gro- I would not have thought that he would choke on that. What grocery store is this? IGA right off the road here. You know, <gasps> yeah, it was pretty. Listen, IGA, if you're listening, you better get on our good side because we're coming to That's right. Your, yeah. That's right. You and your tortilla your chips. faulty tortilla chips. <laughs> faulty tortilla chips. How the hell do you make a tortilla chip that chokes people? Ugh. All right. So we're going to wrap things up here on a wonderful show. Start off. Dark and gloomy. I feel like we've gone like 15 minutes here. That's how good this show's been. And we ended dark and gloomy. <laughs> we're going to end it. Well, wait. wait. You got something. You were laughing about your I, right? I did. I, I, I found this because this is just terrific. Uh, <laughs> Hampton, North, uh, Hampton, New Hampshire, uh, September 6, 2018, 2.20 p.m. from the uh, Associated Press. Man fined $124 for kicking a seagull that ate his cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> Those little bastards do fly around the, the McDonald's and Burger King and everything. Oh, I, you ever I, notice that? <laughs> Going after your fries and everything? Uh, a man accused of kicking a seagull that tried to eat his cheeseburger at a New Hampshire beach has been fined $124. Police investigated the report from a bystander at the Hampton Beach earlier this summer. <laughs> NH1 reports that man uh, Nate Ranclose said that he had just returned from getting a cheeseburger and fries and was sitting on the sand. He said seagulls got to the burger and then... And he spun around with his legs to shoo one away and struck the bird. He said it was a simple mistake. Uh, <laughs> a witness said, <laughs> this work gets fun. A witness said it appeared the bird was injured and struggled to fly away. New Hampshire uh, Fish and Game Lieutenant Adam Cheney says seagulls are protected under federal, federal law. I there it is. That I didn't know. They're, so they're you, everywhere. Why are they protected? Well, it may be in New Hampshire. Under federal law. Oh, I didn't know that. They carry know. a bunch of diseases and stuff anyways. You know, I can't, yeah. I don't How know. How many times have you, I, like, I wanted to punt my children when they took a Dorito off me. Yeah, so don't, what, I don't know. I don't my know. son stole my bacon the other day. I made bacon in an omelet, and he come over, just walks over. I'm getting, I set my plate down. Next thing I see his little hand, and my bacon's gone. I look at him, he goes, bacon good, and walked away and ate all of it. That sounds right. I'm like, what? I would have made extra bacon. Had listen, I known, listen, I don't advocate punting kids or putting them in cages. I mean, they <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just have to repeat that on this show because it's, it's not, a recurring thing that we just laugh about. You are not going to believe what I heard on Corrupted Falls Radio today. Uh, that one guy, the really good looking guy, uh, he punts his children and puts them in cages. Wait, when did Jim say that he punts his kid and puts him in cages? All right, this is getting really weird and awkward. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks to uh, Western Reserve Radio for putting up with us for uh, 15 consecutive Is that four minutes now. or four seconds? No, you have four minutes. Oh, we have four minutes. Jesus, crime in three, three minutes. I'm sorry, three. All right, so what do you want to talk about for three minutes? <laughs> All the... Anybody want to call in? <laughs> <laughs> um, I can tell t- terrible dad well, Wait, listen, listen. So I want to throw this out there. Uh, I want to know how many of you out there, since we have three minutes, would 
subscribe to a Patreon channel to to um, support the show if it got you 30 minutes extra a week of additional programming. I would. I would, too. So let us know. Comment on the link. Uh, send us a message. Um, and then And then next week... Maybe we'll give you some information on that. And, you know, it's something we've been kicking around a little bit. We could do 30 minutes extra a week. Hmm. We could definitely find the uh, material to do so. Yeah, all we got to do have is a just, bonus show. Yeah, we just do it. Sure, children's weeks. services and the Ohio <laughs> Department of Natural Resources would love to have an extra, you know, 30 yeah. minutes. So they'll pay just so they can, just so they can <laughs> surveil us, you know. They'll right. pay the whatever, the five bucks, the whatever. I don't know. We'll figure out a number, whatever seems fair. I was just going to say something you totally threw me off. Oh, I can't sorry. Remember. No, it's okay. I'm sorry. What were we talking uh, about? Uh, I was talking about a bonus show. All right. You're thinking. I'm, oh, yeah. Uh, shout out to my new friend, Dan Naught, in the uh, Youngstown Brownback. Thanks for throwing a good party on su- Sunday. I, I had a break of a fight, by the way. Oh. Yeah, my wife. My wife. Who, Your she, wife got into a fight? Oh, well, no. My wife is, is the real hero of this. Um so there was an old guy who was 64 years old. And, By the uh, way, I can't believe we're just talking about this. Yeah, I just totally forgot. He was in a Baker Mayfield jersey and had uh, flip-flops and compression socks on. Oh. And went towards the contingency fan of Steeler fans. They were like, I don't know, 24, uh. 25. You need to get out of here. Your bar's down the road. And then, and then of course, I had some adult beverages. So my wife, who's the more mature, responsible right. one, prevented an actual blowout. And then I came in to be the knight in shining armor that I am. But my wife wants everyone to know that she prevented the fight at O'Donnell's in downtown Youngstown. So, well, and that's not normal. That's you know, no, Mal- it's, it's not. But it, you know how people are. Mallory, yeah. thank you for uh, making O'Donnell's safer safer for everybody. You got to come down. You got to come because listen, I love O'Donnell's. We need to, what's the one downtown? I know you don't ever leave Struthers. I but, go downtown all the time. But the Western Reserve Radio family needs to just get together and just support each other. Yes, um, I agree. I, I, I agree. I try to get you to come to the gate or come last week with you in Baltimore. Yeah. Um. You know. We oh, gotta, that's why you asked me that. Right. You know. Comment on on each other's pages. I hope that you know Dan and and Brian are listening. And and then we got the Youngstown State. Listen, guys. they're all a great group of guys. Yeah, they're all great. Oh uh, uh, yeah, Tim Continenza has been. All, Offering up some YSU analysis in high school football. We are very happy to be uh, involved in this uh, Western Reserve Radio, <laughs> even if it is a uh, dysfunctional family. <laughs> it's a family nonetheless. And this has been a lot of fun so far. This is our 15th episode and hopefully yeah. many, many more to Woo-hoo. come. Thanks, Yucks, uh, thanks, Western Reserve Radio. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, all of our listeners. Uh, that's all we got. We'll see you next Tuesday. Later. Later.